Today we are going to be talking about verse 19 through 24. Okay, uh, lay up treasure in heaven. So uh, this passage is, a, it leads us to lots of questions. Um, what are you going to do with, what are you going to give your life to? What will you pursue in life? Some people spend their life to get money and other people chase experiences. Some chase fame, right? Um, and what is actually worth pursuing? Uh, let's not just waste our life, right? Um, that's what Jesus is going to talk about in this passage. And he's going to tell us what, how we should prioritize our lives. Um, so let's dig into scripture. In uh, verse 19, um, we're starting. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So um, in this, there's, uh, it's kind of complicated back and forth, right? So we have a description of earth and of heaven, and we have uh, on earth things being destroyed, and on heaven things that are not stolen or destroyed. Um, the, uh, the earth here is a painting of temporary things. In James' letter to the dispersed tribes of Israel, his goal is to encourage his followers of Jesus um, to follow the Lord genuinely and to be the doer of the word, not just a hearer. Um, so I also pulled from uh, James 5. Um, right here, I'm going to read that. Um, Come now, you rich. Weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted away and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corroded, and their corrosion will be evidence against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have laid up treasure in the last days. So uh, in this part, um, the Lord expects that money will be used properly. Money, fame, selfishness only lasts until we die, right? So lots of these worldly things are only temporary. Once we die, it has no bearing um, on anyone who ever lived or will live, right? So only things that are eternal really matter. And that's what this is kind of pushing us to, or turn, like to look eternally um, instead of for in the moment, right? So uh, back to uh, James in verse 4. Behold, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, are crying out against you. And the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on the earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You have fattened your hearts in the day of slaughter. Have you condemned and murdered the righteous person? He is not resisted, or He does not resist you. Um, so we are given an opportunity to live, right? We get to choose how we live. Um, that is a great gift from God. Um, and we can use it to our time, our money, however we choose, um, and spend it on things that bring us temporary pleasure. Look at the world. That is the majority of the world, and it's very sad. Um, people do things because they believe it's best for them or because they want it. It brings them temporary satisfaction. Um, how does lying or cheating help anyone? But uh, you craft a false image of yourself, right? So you, um, we, we manipulate others um, quite often on this world, um, and it is a waste of our own time. Um, similar, similarly to James in Luke 12, another verse that um, is really good in 
correspondence to laying up treasures in heaven is uh, Luke 12, 16 through 21. And that reads, He then told them a parable. The land of a certain rich man produced an abundant crop. And so he thought to himself, What should I do? For if I know where... If I know where to store my crops, then he will say, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there, are, and there I will restore my grains and my goods. And I will say to myself, you have plenty of goods stored up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and celebrate. Um, so in this parable, this man decides to, instead of working for a long time, he wants to work really hard in short temporary, and then he just wants to ride off of that like work, right? Um, and it's kind of an interesting idea that we all kind of like. I mean, lots of my friends do this all the time. They're like, I'm going to work really hard right now, get, save up a ton of money, and then I can hopefully live out the rest of my days in ease. Um, I know many people that think that way, um, and it's never really worked out so far for anyone I know. Um, <laughs> creating a life of ease may seem of value, but we miss out on the opportunity to rely on God. Um, extra crops to this man would be better to be given to the church to disperse to the widows and orphans not stored selfishly for his own life of ease Um, in verse 20 I'll continue in Luke um, but God said to him you fool the very night of your life will be demanded back from you but who will what's up welcome what Arizona is that Black and white? I don't know that one. Um, so right now I'm in Luke, and so, uh, but you can open up to Matthew if you want. 19 in chapter 6. Um, but God said to him, You fool, this very night of your life will be demanded back from you. But who will get what you have prepared for yourselves? This man who stored up all these riches didn't like stored him up and now he's about to die because he wasted all this his entire life trying to store up for this life of ease that he never is going to get um so i want you guys to think about like uh steve jobs or elon musk right so these guys have massive amount of money right you guys know who these guys are i know you who you know who elon musk is i've heard you talk about him Um, (laughs) or these like big corporations right and we see how these owners sit with all this money and it sits in bank accounts just collecting interest for years right um and they're very comfortable but their employees way down at the bottom of the food chain right they stay poor and it's sad right it's kind of a waste um and so that's kind of what this laying up or uh in luke this is what the idea that it's giving it's it's a waste to store up all this money for yourself when if you know God, God would want you to help other people. You want to bring those people to glory, to know God, right? Um, God forces us to question money in the perspective of eternity. Earthly money has no value in heaven. We might as well give it away for that. Um, would have been more of an impact on eternity by helping others than letting it sit in a bank. Um, I remember in my junior year, I believe, in English, um, we did this project where we uh, had to make a list of everything we valued. Um, I don't, did you guys do that? That type of thing, something like that? Um, so lots of people put family, friends, like all these nice cheesy things. Oh, like pretty much, right? <laughs> um, and so one classmate was very honest. 
and he put he set his list right which was family friends you know and then he stopped halfway through his list and he says but if i were to be honest that is what i would want my life to look like what my life does look like what my life does look like he said is lunch break with friends eating at home uh playing video games that's what he said and he was like because that's what i spend my time doing right i mean it's easy right and uh this guy also watched a lot of anime i was not very close with him but i i said that because i know you guys do so i'm sorry but i'm dissing your anime um (laughs) um, one classmate said all of that and it was it was great perspective because there's this contrast in between what we think we we should be living life and how we do live our life and that is what this passage is about um Sorry, I lost my place, y'all. Okay, in the next part of the passage, we're jumping to in 22 now. Um, The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. Um, If then the light is in you, is darkness, how great is the darkness? Um, In this passage, is (laughs) really tricky to understand. I had to spend a lot of time on this. Um, so to break it down to the most simple way I could think of, I broke it down to Matthew 6:10, which is your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, that is the, like the way Jesus is trying to get us to humble ourselves, right? To come to God, put ourselves last. Yeah. Is that the Lord's prayer, Matthew 10? Yep. That is the Lord's okay. prayer. Yep. Yeah, um, oh, it's I'm yes. Like, it's a good. It's a good spot to have memorized to yeah, refer to. Isn't that that page? Yep. Yeah. Honestly, you should. I write those certain pages that I love. I haven't bookmarked because it's always good to keep referencing them. Um, so this is a tricky part of the in part of the passage, but I'm going to compare or really when he says I in this passage, in our modern day language, we would say heart. So you know how we talk about in poetry and stuff, we talk about, my heart longs for, <laughs> right, all these different things, right? You hear this, like, annoying things, right? My heart will go on in all these cheesy songs. Um, <laughs> those are the things that we desire, what motivate us, right? So um, I'm going to reread this with some of that perspective. So the eye is our heart. Um, the eye is the lamp of the body. Eyes let the body see light, right? So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. That's because you wouldn't be able to see light, right? (laughs) Um, If then the light in you is darkness, or there is no light, how great is the darkness? For you can see no light, right? Um, We are used to this backwards thinking, all right? We're used to this punishment reward like a cause and effect, right? in life. That's pretty much what we live life off of, right? Our parents tell us not to do something. We do it anyway. Therefore, we have to get punished because we ignored our parents, right? It's kind of how life is. Uh, But God flips this idea on its head. We must pray that God will change our hearts so that our hearts will be changed so that then we will want to act differently. It's opposite. Um, And also so that the Lord may 
may make us see life differently like he does um, in an eternal perspective. Um, We must pray that he may convict us, that we would continually grow and have our priorities more aligned to him, uh, that we may may be more like King David, like Ezekiel, um, like Saul, right? Stopped on the side of the road um, and then transformed pretty much into a new person. Um, For each of you and for me, we often live life at home differently than we do at church or at a family party. Right? Uh, compared living or going to school. I don't know. Lots of you are homeschooled, actually, now that I'm thinking about this. Um, <laughs> but, at, I mean, at least me in public school. I went to public school, y'all. Um, I didn't live the same way at school like I did at home. And that was a very hard thing for me um, for a very long time. I mean, I still catch myself doing that in smaller cases. Um, I like to call that being two-faced. Um, it's an aspect of being a hypocrite. Um, Jesus, during this whole sermon that we've been in for over 11 weeks now, I believe, this is the 12th or 11th, one of the two, um, he keeps coming back to this idea that we have to choose. Um, So remember the Lord rewards things that bring him glory. Think about uh, Sunday, uh, two weeks ago. um, Were you guys there for the BMO one-man play? Anyone? A few of you guys. Okay. Um, And then last week on Sunday, there was a sermon about this, the Bema Seat Judgment. Um, And if you guys were there, it's very convicting, right? We have to live life differently. We're not living it very well right now, right? Um, The Lord has blessed us with these gifts on earth physically. Money, good family, parents, um, parents that care, opportunity to grow, to help others. Um, What we do with our time, talents, and treasures uh, determines what we value, and it determines how we value things in our life, how we prioritize, right? Um, In verse 24, um, this is how I'm going to kind of conclude. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one thing and despise the other. You cannot serve God in money. Um... God also says to his people in uh, Exodus 23, You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image like, or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is on earth beneath or that is in the water below. You shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God. Um, and I'm going to pray. Dear Jesus, um, I pray that you would help us to live life differently. Um, I pray that you would help us to be convicted and that you would uh, soften our hearts to become more like you and to have the desires um, like of you. Um, please bless this time all together um, as we get to celebrate you and uh, learn more about you and spend time together and um, have fun. Uh, I pray that we could just celebrate you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.